We are using the robot to find out more about Zen. Power features include more than 250,000 products and more than 200 distributors on the platform. Zen eliminates the need for placing orders on different websites. Zen price comparison. It's a feature that allows you to see price transparency all in one place. Access to special pricing. They use buying leverage to negotiate prices with Zen members. Same products or house brands are typically at 25 to 40% discount. Zen Supplies gives you access to safety data sheets for all products in inventory with Zen. Either you are using iPad or desktop, MSDS will be at your fingertips. A simple feature allows you to see price transparency in one place. Entire order or individual product can be processed with a peace of mind. Did we mention free shipping on orders of $59 or more when purchasing from Zen Preferred Distributors? If you didn't like the product, you can always request a refund and return product for free. Are you ready to see Zen Supplies perform magic for your practice? Visit www.zensupplies.com. Hey, rock stars! Thanks for tuning in. I first want to start by apologizing to you guys for not having more rock star interviews this season. As you guys know, the holidays are super busy for everyone, and I I acknowledge that I haven't had that many interviews on, and I am super sorry for it. But I do plan on getting some more rock stars for your listening pleasure very soon. With that being said, today's podcast is me to you. I'm going to go through my day at work yesterday, play by play, and I want to share the common struggles that we all have with perspectives from each team member. I think it's super helpful because we could totally get wrapped up in how stressful our day was from our perspective, but I think it's super important that we dissect these situations so that we can be you know, compassionate about how other team members see the same situation. Let me set the scene for you. So we have three patients scheduled back to back. Now these three patients are siblings and these three patients are scheduled for hygiene, pediatric profi appointments, right? Now We have implemented a rule in our practice, and I'm sure you guys have some form of it too, where everybody's supposed to wait in their car, okay? And sometimes those situations are a little different when they're minors. (laughs) So the parents uh, tend to not want to wait in the car. They'd rather be on the premises, which is kind of good for us because we need to have, you know, accountability. We need to have someone there to go ahead and start treatment and make sure that we have the acknowledgement from the parent. And so there's that that tricky spot, right? So so parents are in the building. (laughs) These three children are in the building. Now, right away, you know it's an early appointment and these kids are hyperactive. They are running around the reception room. None of the other patients are there, thank goodness. They're all in their cars or either in a treatment room. And the first thing that happens is the admin team interacts with these patients and parent. They then start to develop a stress. <laughs> you know, they're trying to be on the phone and these kids are in the waiting room just screaming, hooting and hollering. Uh, they have high energy levels. It's very distracting. All admin wants you to do is get these child's clean teeth done and get them out the door. Okay, so admin are rock stars. They take temperatures, they update health histories, they seat the patients. Let's say you have two operatories, like I did yesterday, and both children are seated almost back to back. So there's like a 15-minute gap between 
treating one patient and going to the next room to treat that patient. So they do all the paperwork for you. They get their 30-second peroxide rinse done. Everything is good to go. The child is waiting. No stress. You know, knowing that the next patient's already in the next room already elevates your stress level, right? Because you're already thinking, oh my gosh, like am I that far behind? Even though you know in your head the clock on the wall shows you that you're running on schedule, just knowing there's a warm body in the room next to you waiting for you makes the stress level go up a little bit. Okay, so first child is um, heavy plaque, heavy calculus. You got to wait for the doctor to scale. All you want to do is polish, floss, and go over oral hygiene. And it takes a while. And the patient's not receptive. Even with disclosing agent, I mean, you take a photograph of how much plaque is accumulated on the teeth. They just, you know, you it's like talking to a wall sometimes. You look at these people and you're giving them this education and effort and you care more than they do. It's really challenging on your brain. <laughs> you guys know the feeling. So you get that done and then you hop over the next room. You just about start your second child profi. And guess who shows up? Admin. Ooh. And you hear these kids are really rambunctious. They're super loud. They're disruptive. Can you hurry up? Oh. You have three patients basically at the same time, but can you hurry up? And I totally get it from their perspective. I get it. But from my perspective, that reduces my ability to be thorough. It feels like in my head, right? And I want to give every child the appropriate amount of time. So <laughs> here we are, patient number two. Same situation. This family seems to use the opposite end of the toothbrush None of the three children had good oral hygiene or oral rest posture or good habits for that matter. So child number two, the same kind of situation, wait for the doctor to scale, profi polish, oral hygiene instructions, sweep my beautiful little butt on to the next room. And there I realize I dropped the ball on patient number two. So patient number one didn't need any new updated radiographs, only needed an exam and a child profi. Patient number two, totally different story, right? So I'm on autopilot, but this patient needed new bite wings. It needed, or it, <laughs> they needed uh, the prophylactic care. They needed the exam. Like these are things that I didn't do. You know, I, I, I just, I was in spin mode, spin out mode, I guess. So I'm heading over to patient number three, and I make sure I'm dotting my T's and crossing my I's. That's absolutely wrong, because I'm going to dot my I's and cross my T's. But at this point, my head is in that place, right? Same story with patient number three. Same exact amount of plaque and accumulation. This time, though, I learned from my last patient's mistakes. I make sure I get the updated radiographs. I got everything ready for that exam. I did the oral hygiene. I made sure that I did all the same steps, but I filled out all the blanks that I missed on the sibling. So long story short, you know, I'm getting the eyeball from admin. I'm on patient number three and uh, everything's going, you know, as planned on the last patient, of course, you know, because the, the stress isn't there of having the patient in the next room waiting for me, I guess. And then they leave. And then, of course, here, here's the doctor's perspective, right? So I um, acknowledged where I dropped the ball on patient number two. 
I did not wait to get confronted by my dentist till the end of the day. I headed it up straightforward. When I was going to get my doctor for that last child profi exam, I stated what I missed on the previous child. And I think that's super important for us. You know, it's so easy to, I don't know, brag about when we do something good. But it is super, super hard to acknowledge when we drop balls. So I went up to her and I said, you know, I took bite wings. I've got her ready for her exam. You know, the profi's ready to go. Um, I acknowledged that the last sibling I dropped the ball and forgot the x-rays and didn't get her ready for an exam. And uh, I just... I wanted to head it up. I wanted to show my doctor that I know where I messed up and that I was capable of rectifying it, acknowledging it, and not repeating it on the next sibling. So I think that's super important to know, guys. Like, you just need to know. And if you don't know the difference, I mean, that's when your doctor is going to tell you at the end of the day, here's where A, B, C, D didn't happen. Um, but proving to them that you know, there's stressful situations. I mean, you're going to be in your head. You're going to be rushed. There, uh, There's going to be outside forces. Knowing admin was ready for those kids to leave. Knowing I was stressed out because I had somebody literally a warm body waiting for me 20 feet away. Uh, there were all components of where I dropped the ball. And so what's really amazing is like some dentists, they will acknowledge it. You know, there are extenuating circumstances extenuating circumstances that will cause you to miss things. We're human, guys. <laughs> we are human. And I think the, the biggest thing you could ever do is acknowledge when you mess up and then prevent it from happening again, at least back to back. <laughs> it may not happen all the time, but at least I'm trying. So long story short, patients are all gone. Life is back to normal. That hour and a half of stress is gone. We made it through. Yay. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just want to point out the, the stressful days are going to happen and you're going to forget stuff and you're going to disappoint your doctor and you were going to be like I was, you know, where you aren't able to process all of the data because you're afraid of disappointing somebody. You know, admin did great. You know, I, I understand what it's like to be up front and have, you know, rowdy, ruckusy kids running around and being a distraction. Uh, I know from the doctor's perspective, they want their patients to get the best treatment. And that doesn't happen when they're rushed through appointments. And for me, um, I know that it is okay to take my time. Others will understand. It's not like I could tell admin, oh, well, we were just hanging out talking about shoes. You know, like I was being productive. They understood. I understood. And my doctor understood. So long story short, stressful days happen. Things like this will happen. I mean, I'm 21 years into dental assisting and it happens to me. So uh, I just, I want to be there just to let you know I'm human and that we're all literally going through the same situations in different states and places and different times in space, but it happens. And how do we get past it? How do we understand how others perceive it? And how do we relate to each other? Oh, did I mention 
after that crazy start, <laughs> my last patient was just supposed to be a simple bite adjust. No biggie, right? An hour and a half later, my patient has cried three times and I had barely gotten a chance to come up for air. Um, it was a simple adjust. Doctor was in and out in five minutes and I am in the room with a crying patient. So this is a time management problem, but luckily it was, you know, I was able to judge the schedule. She was my last patient of the day. I knew I had some time and, and I want to go back to the human factor of this where there are variables that are going to happen. A lot of times, if you work at a dental practice, you're not only a dental clinician, you're a therapist. These patients, you know, come from all walks of life through totally different situations in that span of their life. You know, everybody has phases, right? Um, but I just, my doctor walked by. I didn't get any ugly eyes. I didn't get anybody rushing me, which was pretty amazing. But I was just there to listen for my patient to be able to unburden themselves from a situation that was totally not related to dentistry. But once, uh, like say a reserve patient, maybe a high maintenance patient, somebody who's been difficult in the past, you'll know these guys. <laughs> there's like that meme where there's the shark and, uh, you know, the, I think it's from Jaws or something where he's got his nose or his hand on the shark's nose and, and they're like taming the wild patient, you know, the one who hates everybody and then loves you. Well, that patient was that patient. Uh, very reserved, very standoffish. I mean, can come off as uh, very mean or cruel in certain conditions. But these people are, are hurt the most. I mean, you guys hear that all the time, right? Hurt people hurt people. Well, this patient is one over the last 17 years they've been able to tame like Jaws. And um, they had never opened up to me personally before. I guess I hadn't been with them on those days where the warm fuzzies came out, but I was yesterday. And, um, I thought it was really important. Like the, the patient literally took all of my energy <laughs> that I had left for the day, but I was there. Um, and, and they felt better offloading that, um, stress, that trauma, because a lot of times we see it in the teeth, you guys, I don't know if you figure this out yet, but the mouth is attached to the body. So if people have high bites or they're complaining about certain things or nitpicking is what how it probably feels, they are probably experiencing some sort of trauma or stress, uh, typically PTSD. I know we've talked about airway disorders and how that relates to the quality of life. Um, but just be there to listen, you know, and, and hopefully your doctor is compassionate enough if, if they understand that you took the the time to read the room and gave that patient the time to talk and share and, um, and offload some of those emotions. And at the end of the appointment, you know, the patient had cried three times, you know, I had a permanent wrinkle in my brow from my sad face look. I was just there not to give feedback. I was there to be a sounding board. Um, you know, it was a patient who had no one at home. Um, you know, complains about everything. You guys know that patient. Um, but I think it's important that we understand that that's part of our role too. I mean, we've talked about this before, how dental assistants, you're basically the translator, right? You're taking this clinical data and information from the dentist and you're relating it to the patient. And that opens up a special bond for you and your patient so that they feel comfortable and confident and safe. 
And uh, sometimes it's not dental related. Sometimes it is. But you need to be there. You need to listen to them. You need to sympathize. You need to empathize. You need to understand when the time to respond is and when it's time to listen. And understand that sometimes there's going to be those patients that drain all of your energy, but they feel better when they leave. And you did a good thing. You know, you do unto others as you would have done unto you. And there's a whole lot of amazing things to happen when you're nice to others. It makes you feel good and them feel good. But until next time, keep on suctioning.